Nation is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. Well, I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. I think people are going to be able to hear the dogs panting. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> so fucking loud. She's she, she didn't even, a, she she didn't even do anything. I know. Did she go on a walk? No, not no. recently. What'd she do? Just get up and walk from one side of the house I, to the other? I took her for a walk this morning. I, I, I talked to her like a human. I'm like, listen, the heat wave is done. Today is the last day. Tomorrow it's going to be like 75. Yeah, you better be ready to shift gears. AJ is... Um, <laughs> This is no shit, and I apologize to my my friends on Saturday night. We're all having a Zoom party, and I said, "Look, don't fucking hate me, but like we're in a, a heat wave right now, so it's like ninety one. I was in my pool while I was doing a Zoom party with them." But AJ is going back to Milwaukee, Wisconsin uh, this week for for Holy Week. Really, that's why she's going. It is, you know, I'm very Catholic. It's the start of it. It's happening right now. I do week. love how, by the way, if you guys are wondering who the original. Uh, star of cancel culture was everyone talks about that shit now about how we build people up to like tear them down Jesus Christ wins because Palm Sunday one week before this man was celebrated yeah people lost their shit there was a ticker tape parade with palms <laughs> like look at the guy in the donkey that's the guy and then less than a week less later, than a fucking week later Kill him! Put him on the cross. Let that's, him die. That's the fucking original, bro. And they <laughs> they even gave people a chance. They're like, yo, Barabbas or Jesus? Like, fuck Jesus, man. <laughs> we want his ass on the cross. They're like, you sure? I mean, Barabbas killed guy. No, no, no. Barabbas is fine. Fuck that guy. So it goes to show we have been canceling people from hero to zero yeah. for a long time before us. This is nothing new. Right? Nothing right? new. Right? No. So you are going back, and it just coincides with Holy Week, obviously. It's kind of a semi weird holiday because it's a religious one but we've turned it into a cultural one but families get together it's not like a thanksgiving but no. f- for like your family uh there's a lot of to do's and well, so and also like i know we've talked about this i didn't realize how early spring break happens here in arizona oh yeah our spring february uh some, march. Some, march it was like yeah. early march and like i was like oh you know i should really plan this trip home and blah 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 and i'm like maybe i can make it coincide with spring break and then i realized nope spring break is next week mm. so but he, our son has off school Friday for, uh, for good Friday. Yeah. Um, and then I'm taking him out of school Monday cause I just don't give a shit. Um, okay. and we're coming, hopefully, hopefully coming home Monday. Yeah. AJ's flying, uh, back home one. What's the weather going to be like? Uh, looks to be like mid forties, mid forties. Okay. And no snow though, which is good. Mid forties, close to 50. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm, I am not, I mean. I'm a Midwest gal. I don't. I don't feel like one year in Arizona. No, but I'm. Has- I'm just curious because I mean we have been laughing at ourselves at how prissy we got over the winter when it hit like 50 and we're out here like we are freezing. We are freezing. Somebody turn so, on the heat. So I'm literally just very legitimately uh, just. I'm, I just want to know how it's going to be for you. You know, if, It'll be if, fine. if you're going to step down and lose it or not. I, again, I've been in Arizona for a year and I was in the Midwest for most of the rest of my life, so I think I'm still good. So are you seriously worried about? all the uh the flight shit like i yes. mean every day every day we read either from a personal friend of ours or on some news headline somewhere about just flights being canceled and Delayed. people being stranded yeah. i mean what is happening i don't know i 
I don't know what the excuse is. There's there seems to be like a million reasons for it, and I kind of think they might be all bullshit. Um, <laughs> like like what what happened in Florida like a couple weeks ago for spring break, they blame that on weather. I don't believe that. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what it is. I mean, I know Alaska Airlines pilots are on strike, except they're on strike on their days off, which they are making sure. They're, like, pointing it out. They're like, just so you know, nobody's missing flights. This is their day off. Because, you know, the last thing you want to do when you're on strike, really, yeah. is piss off the company you're asking more from. So they're like, don't worry. Our, our pilots are, are, are on their days off. But, yeah, I don't know. And, and just the way my life goes is that I'm stressing about this and I'm stressing about the flights and some like the flights will be fine. Something else will go catastrophe. Like it'll be, it'll be a catastrophe. I mean, you are just by nature going into a stressful situation because it's your parents. And as we've talked about, your parents are in declining health. So you kind of come into town as a caretaker. Yeah. You don't come into town like someone who's like, oh, I'm going to go to mom and dad's house and like they'll they'll have dinner ready and no. we'll have a night. I mean, mom and dad are kind of a to-do right now. So you're I think- already had my dad say, what time are you leaving on Monday? Because I have a VA appointment at blah, blah, blah. Maybe I don't have to Uber. And that I he was needs like, you to take him to, right? I'm like, we'll be on our way to the airport, hopefully. Yeah. So, so yeah. So you're already kind of inherently stressed because, you know, with your parents, it's just a different thing now. Um, you're also getting together with everything from family to possible friends that you've had strained relationships with. And I wonder if that's not kind of feeding into your psyche. And I'll be honest with you. I thought of that this morning. That has been on like the bottom of my list. Like, and I thought about that. I'm like, if we don't get together, we don't get together. Like I, I am cramming as many people into three and a half, four days as humanly possible. So if I don't see somebody, I don't see somebody. And that's kind of like, you know, if, if she can make time for me and I can make time for her, maybe. But, I mean, that's not on my list of words. I've never been so happy my mom's dead than right now. Just listening to all this family track. I, this used to be me. This used to be fucking me. All the time. It was never just other people got to fly in to, like, see their family and it was a fun fucking affair. And for me, it was a goddamn stress ball nightmare. Yeah. From sun up to sundown, whenever I came back home. Because her mom was in bad health, and right? she was mentally, she was bipolar. Yeah. So even before she was oh, in yeah, bad even health, before that. she was a nightmare oh to be around. It was insane. Do you remember the one time we went to your mom's house? I think it was for Christmas, and she had, like, nowhere for us to sleep, even though she had a massive three-bedroom ranch yeah, to she herself. Had, she had a three-bedroom ranch home that, of course, she built after I moved out of the home. Um, it was just her. And the one, the yeah, the master, she had her bed. And in another spare bedroom, she had nothing but fucking dolls and shit. And boxes. And then in the other bedroom, she used to have my childhood bed. Yeah. And I think she just said, oh, like the baby can sleep in there. Yeah. And didn't account that then me and you. She kind of looked at us crooked when we were like, so weird. And she, she was like. Uh, I, I I forgot what she said. I forgot if we slept on an air mattress. I or think something, so. Yeah, but it like, was it was very much looked at like, well, you should have figured this out. Yeah, she, like, it like, was very much like fend for yourself. Go yeah. find an air mattress. Go find blankets yeah. and pillows. So like you know, when I hear people talk about like their parents and just these normal lives, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like? No, I'm I'm super jealous. So yeah. I totally understand. We can't um, even stay at my parents' house because it's, oh, that's right. Where are you staying at? We're staying at uh, the Hyatt near their house. That's which, probably better though, right? Yeah, that's better for everybody. It is. I mean, we can't stay at their house. They don't have room for us. They have so much shit in their house. Well, they only have a two-bedroom house. 
they do. Well, okay. So long story. When I was growing up, <laughs> yes. my dad's like, we'll make a, a third bedroom in the basement. Ah, Except, the classic ba- basement uh, uh, bedroom. Which yeah. was fine because there was a bathroom down there yeah. that he renovated. Like it was great. Oh, Except. On the low, every kid wanted the basement bedroom yeah. because you felt like then you had your own place. Absolutely. I it yeah. was I got away with a lot of shit down sure. there. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. It's still. And it, it's not technically a bedroom because it doesn't have an egress window for you to escape if there's a fire. And that's oh, the that's, only. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah and it, it was this big to do because he had a wall built with doors mm-hmm. so that that would be like my bedroom was on one side and the rec room was on the other side. Yeah. But it, again, wasn't technically a bedroom because there was no egress window. And they still haven't built one, which I'm glad. I mean, there's no point now. But like their, their big thing was, you know, if we sell the house, we can't say it has three bedrooms. It only has two. Mm-hmm. So now. Now, my old bedroom is just full of all my dad's toys. Oh, that's right, because your dad, for a while, went on like a toy buying spree, and he bought like keyboards, musical equipment. I called it Bob's One Man Band. Yeah. He had all this different like fucking keyboards, drum machines. Yeah. yeah, yeah, So my old bedroom is full of all that stuff. The rec room is kind of, I don't even know what it is at this point. It's just kind of empty. and, And their second bedroom is just Full of stuff. I don't know. I I've been told that you can't even walk in there now. Did you start? Um, I found out that you were going to have a cleaning lady come clean their house before you got there because AJ She's coming tomorrow. Because because AJ knows that if she walks in and it's that dirty before she can do anything, I'll have to clean their whole house. Like she'll fucking just drop everything and put on the gloves and she'll clean for twelve hours. Well, and, and then I, have a panic attack. Yeah. So, so so the person's coming tomorrow. She is. I'm curious, dude. AJ had to check with her dad to make sure he wasn't too racist to have a black housekeeper. I swear to Christ, this is the year fucking 2022. I literally 2022. Was, I never it never even crossed my mind because I do not consider myself racist in the yeah. least bit. So I was like, it's not a factor in your life. No, it's, it's I don't give a <laughs> it's shit. Something you think about. I don't care what color you are for any reason. But I like don't you give a legit shit. were like, oh, fuck, man. Well, yeah. After. So I booked it and I paid her to reserve the spot because I paid for a deep cleaning because oh, they yeah. need it. They they are not physically able to clean their house. Yeah. They don't pay so much. So they, you're paying someone tomorrow to come in and really get fucking down and dirty. Yeah, because okay. I know I have relatives that come over and clean every once in a while, but like. They have lives. They have to drive from like 45 minutes away. Yeah, so sure. I'm like, you know, this will de-stress. It's a very responsible, nice thing for you to It'll do. It'll yes. de-stress me. It'll be yeah. good for my parents that my aunt doesn't have to come do it. Which yeah. She did offer. She's like, oh, you know, I'll have to come up and clean the house before you get there. I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm paying somebody. It's fine. Yeah. But um, yeah, she came very highly recommended. She has a great website. She's very cool. We talked on the phone. But then, like, I told my parents about it, and they did the whole, you don't have to do that thing. Of course. And I'm like, I already paid for the spot. It's just, it's done. Sorry, and then, Mom and Dad. Your place is uh, gross. I'm paying for it. Well, and then at the bottom of her website, I realized it was, like, you know, proudly black-owned. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. My dad's, like, Southside Milwaukee racist. There you go. So I literally had to ask, oh. is that fine? Like, gee, I can't believe I had to ask, but I did. I'm like, I don't want... This woman to go over there and like do this service for them. And I can then, just see your dad like, what's with this Black Lives Matter thing? Right. Oh no, I asked him. I'm like, are here's you going to be way, home? Here's the way I look at it. He, <laughs> what about the white lives? 
he has a VA doctor appointment, so my mom yeah. will be home. Which Get him is the great. fuck out of the house. Yep. <laughs> He's like, I think I'll move my doctor appointments around so which, I'm home when she's there. I'm like, which, please don't do that. It's which, fine. by the way, I have to let you know, and this is just a cruel irony of life, is that my mother-in-law is like a fucking fairy of positivity. Yeah. And I don't think she legitimately, she's a person, you know how a lot of fucking people uh, used to try to say, I'm colorblind, I don't see color. No, nah, I think fuck she Fuck you. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I think my mother-in-law legit's like a fucking fairy where she's just like loves she's like everyone. A fairy yeah, she's like RuPaul. She loves everyone and, and everything. she is married to this fucking like hard-edged <laughs> old school racist and it's hilarious because she'll do all types of shit that pisses him off. And I just found it so funny that that AJ had to like clear with like, listen, you're not going to fucking say anything if I have... A black housekeeper. I just, I'm like, I'm, I'm just worried about him saying something because I'm like, do not Christ. piss off the woman who is cleaning your house, who I am paying. He does to have clean your house. I mean, he has very little awareness. He has said some wild shit, not only yeah. about me to me, but like to other people as well. So this is a funny story. Um, my parents were in town. We lived in Flint, Michigan. Oh for, fuck! I knew she was going to tell this it's story. It's so funny oh, though it. because it, it was just. I mean, this wasn't that long ago. This is like 20, what, yeah. 18, maybe 2017. Very, very close before the world went nuts. I think yeah. 2017. Um, and they were in, in Flint from Wisconsin for our son's birthday party. And our son was oh, friends God. with um, a the kid. The Delgados. The Delgados, yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, mom is Caucasian. Dad is, I don't know where he's from and I feel he's, bad. Yeah, uh, Hispanic. He's Cat Hispanic, Latino. yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> they were there. And my dad, like, was trying to make conversation, and he said, hey, did you hear about the airline that's only flying Mexicans to Mexico? There you go. I mean, like, I wanted to die. As I'm talking. To change the subject, I wanted to have a heart attack and die right there. As as I'm talking, of course, to a Hispanic man. Yep. At my son's birthday party. It was so awkward, and you know it, what was sad is that he's used to that kind of stuff, and he just kind of waved it off. And I, we were just apologizing. That's the profusely. fucking weirder part, I'm like, you right? You shouldn't be used to this. It's not okay. You ever realize that, like, like when, like, white people, all of us white people, uh, when you're around your friends of color, that like the casual fucking racism that like they just you know like they just like, blow it they off, just fucking let it go. They these deal days. with it all the time. Yeah, that's so Jeez. sad. So that's uh, yeah. Hopefully, it's clean. I mean, I, I I hope she leaves a Black Lives Matter flag. You know, I, 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 that's what. I hope that's I think the funnier part was when I was explaining to her the house she she was like how many square feet is it you know that affects the price and I said it's this big but I'm like you don't have to even touch the basement that's a that's a lost cause that they don't even go they can't go down the stairs so that's a non-issue I said it's two bedrooms but the second bedroom is just like asses to elbows full of stuff so I'm like I Highly I don't doubt. know. I'm like, they won't clean it before you come over, so they'll probably be in there while you clean. So I'm like, really, it's a one-bedroom house with a one-bathroom, one, one bathroom, and then the dining room and the living room and the kitchen. That's it. I mean, it's not a, a big house by any means. So, so, I mean, you have, I mean, if you think about it, you've taken what we call preventative steps to decrease your stress before you arrive. It's like the advanced team, you know, when like uh, the president comes to town, I don't care who the fuck president is. Um, Whenever a president comes to town, there's an advanced team and the advanced team shows up first and scouts out everything. And you know, everything is how it needs to be. Everything's safe and kosher and yada, yada. And there's no, I want my visit to be very presidential where I just (laughs) show up and just kind of exist. And then I leave. Yes. That's what's going to happen. It's not though, but I, 
I mean, I because I already know, like, we're going to go to my aunt's house in Kenosha for Easter. Yeah. Because my parents don't drive. So if they want to go anywhere, they have to Uber, and that's an expensive Uber ride. So you're going to be nice enough to, yes. to cart them around. So, and I'm sure they'll want to, you know, oh, my mom. dude, yeah, AJ even, I swear to Christ, she rented a fucking stalker van. She rented, it's like, it's van, like an it's a e- minivan. It's a, like an Econoline van. She looks like she's carting a band around. You bought the biggest it's van. A, no, I didn't. It's you a minivan. You got the biggest van. <laughs> And she's got to bring around her. Do you know why? Because I'm cheap as shit, and that was the cheapest car to rent was a minivan for some reason. So I'm like, sure. Gas is five bucks a gallon, and uh, that thing gets like 10 10 miles a gallon probably. So I don't care. It's fine. No, So she rented this fucking big van so she can cart around her dad. Because your dad's how tall? Uh, my dad's 6'5". Five. 6'5 five and disabled, and right? And disabled. So, like, he has a walker now. Yeah. My mom has a wheelchair and a walker. And, like, mom's fine because she's little. She's, like, yeah, you know, four foot Yeah, mom's super tiny, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but still, her stuff takes up a lot of yeah, room. Yeah, she like, has the, the wheelchair chair and, and all the walker. That. And then you have our son now, who's 6'2". Yeah, he's a monster. You've got our son who's 6'2". So My who- dad's going to shit his pants. They haven't seen him since 2019 because of the pandemic. Oh, no My sure. mom has, but my dad hasn't. My dad has no idea how to tall he is he's absolutely yeah. gonna shit yeah a he's almost gonna be eye to eye with you that's crazy yeah I, I i do hope you have a good time I'm, i know i I'm give gonna you force sh- myself to have a good time <laughs> i mean i give you shit about you know like uh the stress and the worry and all that and, uh, but but i i know you do you're homesick you want to go home to milwaukee I do go home. and and you know what? she's already planning on eating all of her scony foods uh cousin subs are you ready for this jelly apparently. i don't think you are apparently um but no i i'm gonna i'll, I'll tell you right now i'm not gonna let this trip stress me out. I'm sure it will a little bit, but I'm not going to let it because frankly, I don't have to work for like five days and I have been working nonstop since I started my job in July of last year. So that to me is enough. Like that's wonderful not to be able to have to think about work for yeah. a few days. What are all the presents you're bringing? She just got back. She was oh. literally out shopping before oh. uh, we got ready to record this. So there is this amazing place. I know we've talked about it before. It's called the Happy Saguaro and mm-hmm. it is this little locally owned shop of all like Mexican handmade imports. It's yeah. all Southwest, Me- you know, Mexico. It just, everything is incredible. Yeah. So just I don't, out your, uh, I don't your, know. Uh, your watch over there. I don't know why it makes Yeah, people texting you? And, yeah, but it wasn't, Who's texting it you? wasn't making noise for if like the longest time. people text you while we're recording, you have to read the text. Who's texting um, you? It's a dance text. Oh, those are boring. We all yeah, you know what? Those. It's a group text. Too. All right, you better, uh, no, it's all hush, good. It's, it's, it's on watch. silent now. Thank you. Um, but I love this place. I'd say a good portion of our house is decorated from it. We yeah. love it. Um, so I'm like, yeah, that's, I'm going to go get gifts for my two aunts who are, I'm going to see my parents and my sister. And I got, uh, my sister wanted something for the wall. So I got her this cool tiled little mirror and it's small. It's very small because I have to travel with it. Um, but they're also really, everything there is so delicate and fragile that they wrap this shit. Like you could throw this mirror down the street and yeah, it wouldn't yeah. break. Um, so I got her a little mirror with some tiles, Mexican tiles. Are you checking it. a bag or just doing carry? No, on? we're gonna check a bag. Okay, but we're gonna—it's one bag between my son and I because we. Are you gonna keep that it. stuff in the check bag? I have to Google that because it—it it is all wrapped up very, very well. But I still—we have a hard case. We have like one of those. What is we it? We do uh, whatever the brand is. Yeah, but they're like hard shell, so it's not like a soft bag. Well, and I also my problem is I'm like, oh, I'm gonna put it in my carry on so I can you know take care of it. But then I'm like, 
what if they want me to unwrap that at security? Mm-hmm. I'm not unwrapping it. That's it's, why they tell people not to bring Christmas presents. Yeah, so I'm probably going to pack it in like with my clothes and okay. stuff really well. I think it'll be okay. They wrapped I mean, it's wrapped in newspaper, bubble wrap. I mean, there are Is layers. Is it newspaper from Mexico? That's the real question. I know. I should look. Just wanna... It was so funny, though. I was... Um, you know, getting checked out and they were wrapping my stuff. And I was talking to this couple who just moved here from Vancouver, Washington. Oh, wow. And they've only been here for a month. And they were, <laughs> they're like, oh, do you come here often? I'm like, sadly, yes, I drop a lot of money here. Our, our house is decorated. But I'm like, it's local. I love it. Yeah, sure. And they were like, they, you know, the husband was like, I want that. I want that. I want that. They're decorating their house. Sure. And she was like, we've only been here for a month and it's, it's pretty hot already. Oh boy. And I was like, Oh God. I'm like, you haven't been here for a summer. Have you? She goes, no. I'm like, Oh man. Like today's the coolest it's been in probably two weeks. Mm. Cause the wind is blowing in a different weather system. Like I said, you, like, better, you are going to really hate June, July, August, and September. You better get ready when you step off that plane. I'm telling you I'm more. Just, I'm truly excited to wear my jeans. I have skinny jeans that I haven't touched. They've skinny just skinny jeans. They're just in oh, the closet. Oh, what's up? What's up, mom? And they're skinny jeans. I love jeans. how skinny jeans now means what's I'm up, like a mom. What's up, mom? I have great legs. Okay, that's the only thing I have going for me, all right? Hope that's you have a good time. I will. Hope and you go I, to church. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'll go to church. I want to go to our church because Pat and I had a church we went to, and our son was baptized there. And But it's like this old gothic cathedral in downtown Milwaukee. It's on the campus of Marquette University, yeah. too. So. And it's, yeah, so it's on campus, and it's very much, what did I say last night? It's a Chris Easter Chris haven. Easter, yeah. Like, people go there just for holiday services. So I'm like, maybe, you know, Easter Sunday is not the, the best choice. insurance policy. Well, but it's all good. Mm-hmm. I, I, I hope you have it. Do you have any plans while I'm gone? Hookers and blow. It's about oh, it. Oh, cool. You know? Well, have a blast. Have a blast. No. I'm going to an office party. I'm doing that. That's right. I have an office party with um, all the other uh, people I work with, the providers, clinicians. That's going to be cool because you work staff. remotely. So yeah, I've never, never met, met these people. Never met them. Uh, it's up in Phoenix, so I'll be going up to there on Saturday. That's on uh, whatever. What's that? Holy Saturday? I don't yeah, know. Something like that. Listen, man. Holy used to be a fucking parade in my house growing up. We were so Catholic. Like it was the, a parade up until your mom's oh, death. You remember that? Yeah. His mom died on March 17th, 2018. And that year, Day, yeah. that year, Easter was in March. And we had to plan with his Catholic church in Chicago. They're like, you can't have a funeral during Holy Week. And we're mm-hmm. like, well, people are still dying. So we had to like, Keep we had to cram ice. it in. It was hard. You better hold on for it. You better hold on. Yeah, no, I don't got no real big plan. So hope you guys. It'd be nice to guys have, have a quiet house, though. You haven't been here alone really yet. So mm-hmm. I was here alone for oh, a couple yeah, months. So. so welcome. It's the 125th episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. I know. Sounds impressive, doesn't it? It does. 125. Streaming everywhere. Go ahead and subscribe. We're recording this on a Monday, so I'm just going to call it a mental health Monday. Yeah. Um, I've been having some anxiety the past day or so, and what I often like to do with anxiety, uh, and I I haven't done this a lot, you know, not until recently is when I learned it, is uh, I say, what's behind that door? What's behind that door of anxiety? Because I feel like these days a lot of us kind of like the umbrella, yeah. uh, like your feelings, and you're like, oh, I'm a little just anxious. And you're like, well, okay, well, let's open the door. What is behind the anxiety? Um, and I figured out. This was not the answer I was expecting at <laughs> all. This is not what AJ <laughs> thought. I figured out, and I'm pretty sure, that I was triggered um, by 
the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Now, I thought you were kidding. Stay with me on this, folks. You have to understand, I as well was triggered by the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie. <laughs> See, so, I didn't know that either. Yeah. And why are why did these movies trigger you? Because I really enjoyed the second one. Right, everyone loves Sonic. I loved it. I'm going to tell you why the Sonic movies uh, triggered me, okay? And why I probably should have known better to go to the one yesterday. But um, so I feel so bad now. I didn't. You didn't know, have to right? go if I would have known. No, this. That's fine. So we have a son, right? Our son is 15, and our son is on the autism spectrum. And we would all like our son just has not had and probably I don't know who knows what typical is, but whatever your social experience was growing up, my son doesn't have that. Right. I mean, I'll tell it to you very bluntly. He's 15. He doesn't have friends. He doesn't have anyone he texts with. No, he is a you know, he goes to school and he comes home and he plays video games and he watches YouTube. He does not have that social circle. Yes. Does he do things? I mean, he goes to school events. Um, I mean, he has friends at school, but he doesn't see them outside of school. He doesn't talk to them outside yeah. of school. He and the only real extracurricular he does is with the, adults. It's, it's a, with adults. It's the pipe yeah. and drum band. So, so yeah. So, right. So, I mean, and, and for me, it was always, I was, that was my strong suit in life. My strong suit has always been my mouth. Yeah. Okay. It is, it can get me in and out of a lot of things. Um, and so the social, like just throughout our, you have a very core group of friends too. You've had for like decades. I, I have. I, I've had these douchebags since I was like in my teens, right? We all met in college. So when I was like 18 years old, but you know, I just socially, I was, I was always very well at that. And I, I realized early on how my social game could help me out more in life than other skills. And so obviously with my son being on the spectrum, like it's kind of that punch to the gut first of right. Like my son's going to have an extra hard time in these circumstances. Like socializing is going to be extra hard. And then not only do I got to worry about him, I got to worry about fucking society. Society I got to worry about fucking people. And I got to worry about, you know, just people's perceptions and all types of shit. And preconceived notions. And preconceived notions and all that. So that's kind of what runs through my head. And let me tell you how, you know, that's that's where I am as a parent. How does this how does, happen to How Sonic does Sonic fucking trigger me, right? Because, and to be honest, I really kind of came to grips with all this shit a long time ago. You go through these phases. Anyone out there who has a special needs child, I don't care if they're on the autism spectrum, uh, they have downs, whatever it is, um, you go through stages of almost grief. Grief, yeah. Like you realize and you accept and you get angry and there's all this shit and you got to- you feel guilty. Yeah, you feel yeah. guilty for shit. There's all these. So I've gone through all those feelings. And that's why maybe these are so weird to me because I you haven't had them in a while. I'm pretty well processed with them. But the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie, um, I wish is, I don't remember that well. So you'll have to help me with this. Well, essentially, it's about which a lot of these fucking movies are, you know, throughout pop culture. But they're about some kind of creature or a person who is misunderstood. Yeah, and they're lonely and they don't have anyone. And, you know, they're often like they then find, right? It's fucking E.T., right? E.T. finds a family. Gizmo finds, you know, and that was kind of like the rub in the first one, right? Was that little Sonic was this dude all alone and he just wanted like friends. Uh, And then he eventually found, was it Franco? Not the rapey one, the other one. Um, James Marsden. 
Is is that who it is? Yeah. That's not a Franco in that no, movie? That's not a Franco. That's, that's a James Marston, no. Okay. Well, he finds him and he finds his girl and they become like a little click. And I just remember like the first time, like it, it was a, it was a little, uh, you know, like, all right. But the second movie, the second movie, we went, we went and saw it and it's a good movie. Jim Carrey's great in it and all that shit. Probably, it's always great pro- probably his last movie, he says. Depressing. Um, but I love him. But the, the, the kind of ongoing story in uh, Sonic 2 is then Sonic has found his friend, but he meets Tails, who is like him, but doesn't have friends or family. He Tails said, I have felt so isolated in the galaxy because I thought I was weird. And then I found you. Yeah. And you have this support system around you. And like Tails is all excited when Sonic wants to be his friend. And it's this whole overarching story that like the dude is like, oh, you know, Sonic, you know, needs a squad and Sonic needs friends. And he kind of compares other human groups of friends in the movie. Like, see, Sonic needs a group of guys like that, a group of bros. Um, and then, of course, by the end of the movie, Sonic has this group of bros, right? It's him and Tails and Knuckles. And they're all they're you know, and it's basically the tale of he, and has he still a, has the donut lord and his wife. Yes. You know? Right. And yes. Oh, he has his squad. He yeah. has these friends. And now life is perfect. Now Sonic can have a great time. And I just fucking sat there and it just hit me. And I'm like, so what does that mean? Does that mean that? And if you don't have friends or a squad around you, that you're less of a person, yeah, or you're going to be miserable, or you're what is it? Yeah, you know? yeah, like 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 if if that's the root, and you know, this is not just, and of course, I'm projecting onto my son, but you know, this is issues for adults. I talk to people all the time in in my office who are adults now trying to find friends. Like it's hard. Holy shit! Um, I'm I'm now an adult and I have a kid and I moved into a new neighborhood. How the fuck do I meet anyone? I have seen that a lot on the like the social media groups I'm in for Oro Valley here in Arizona. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that are like, hey. Um, I need friends. I need adult friends. I'm having a hard time making friends. Who wants to hang out? Yeah. Like they have like happy hours for people to meet each That's other crazy. and stuff like that. So yeah, no, this is not just a, yeah. a, a an adolescent problem. Yeah. So it's it's an ongoing theme that we all have about friends and social connections. And obviously we've talked more about them in the past couple years that we ever have before with the pandemic and lockdowns and how important socialization are to different It was interesting people. though, you even mentioned your sister who is on the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, kind of with the message that I took, and of course it's not the message that Sega and everyone wanted to give. Sega. But the message I took from the films, right, is that is that your life is kind of incomplete or you're somehow less lesser than if you don't have this squad of friends and, and whatever. Um, and not only did I think about my son and again, I don't know where my son's going to be. He's 15, but I'm just right now based off where I was in my socialization, where you were. And I'll be honest, it, this is what sucks about being a neurotypical fucking, you know, um, or sucks having those kind of friends of neurotypical kid parents. Look, I have, I know all my friends, kids have fucking friends and they're younger than my son and I see them doing neurotypical things and they have sleepovers and all that shit. So I'm very well aware of how different his situation is. So I don't know what it's going to grow up to be. Um, but I did think about, um, instead of just future what ifs, I thought about my, my sister. Now my little half sister is, uh, she'd been autistic before it was cool since the early eighties and I mean, I don't, she, she has never really had a friend. She's got a pretty solid, solitary life, but she, 
She seems happy. Super with solitary. It. I mean, she signed up for the military. She went overseas, came back. Went she went to mortuary school. Yeah. That's how much she doesn't need friends. Yeah, right. She went to work with dead people. Right. And then, you know, she moved out of Connecticut by herself. But I mean, my sister does not have a social circle. If you ask her who she communicates with, it is definitely her mom, her dad, her brothers, her sisters. And it's only probably when we reach out to her. Yeah. So I kind of thought about, I'm like, well, what the fuck does that movie say about Mary, right? Like, yeah. so Mary doesn't have a squad. And now she's somehow like life isn't as complete and i think there's just a lot of emphasis on like you need here's what i'll say first of all and i've had to learn this my own way and deal with it my own way we cannot compare our upbringings to our children our children live in a totally different world right now and this this reminds me of the one time we went to my aunt's house together and her son was a teenager at the time and you made a joke like oh he's up in his room i thought he'd be out doing stuff and she's like, no, he's, you know, just kind of texting with his friends. He doesn't really go out and do anything. Yeah. But think about it. I mean, we are in a digital age. That's how people no, no, communicate. I know. I know but- and, and so their lives are not the same as ours was. Um, I, I, it's kind of why I like the fact that he goes to like a STEM school. No, because they don't have they don't have like prom and stuff like that there. And I kind of like that because that takes a lot of pressure yeah. off. God, that's, I can will you t- imagine? I can't, I mean, it was, that was hard for me. And I was a social butterfly. Like I talked to and, everybody, you know, I feel like a dick letting it upset me because I, like a dick. I don't know if it upsets my son. I don't think it does. Like my son's even already kind of at the age of 15. And I don't know if it's a defense mechanism or if it's something he's legitimately kind of exploring, but he's kind of started to explore with us. So not all people have to have a partner. Not all yeah. people have to have kids. Um, yeah, we're, we've- which which I don't know if that's him figuring out maybe he doesn't or him figuring out. Well, I don't seem to be good at that. So is it okay if I don't? have that i just i i like the fact that social norms have gone out the window because i yeah. feel like our generations were brought up with this nuclear family idea and i mean you it was you yeah know, but those ideas are still there though i mean the core of this i mean and look they judged up the movie it is about as motherfucking progressive as you want to get <laughs> everything is diversified on screen there's all we're missing is someone who's non-binary but the core message of it still is um have some buddies high five you know we all hang out I don't think it's as deep as here. I know. I'm no, saying I'm triggered. No, this is I what know, being it's triggered is. And that's what I'm saying is like, don't feel bad for I being know. triggered. I know. No, 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 no. But I also, you know, part of me, I, I don't know. I'm a very solitary creature. I played a lot by myself when I was a kid and I loved it. But you had friends. But I had friends. You had friends. Yes, I you did. Had friend. You had friends. Who but was I, your childhood best friend? Uh, Missy. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Who were some other ones? She can name them off because you had a lot. If you ask that to our son right now, he couldn't name anyone. No. But I don't think it bothers him. No, it doesn't. And that's, that's why I feel like need. a dick because don't. I feel like it bothers me don't. more than it bothers him. Don't. And I, I th- and here's the thing. Like, unlike Sonic, yeah. <laughs> our son has. I know. He already has a support system. He has us. I know. He already well, he's has. dead one day. See, this is how fucking parents think of, of special needs kids. That's how you fucking think is one day I'll be dead. Then what? Then what? Right? Yeah. What happens when I'm not here for that? So I'm sure it, it, it's. Listen. How are you feeling now? Because that was a couple hours ago. Uh, well, I had it since yesterday, and I couldn't get rid of it last night. Like during the movie, I was doing some breathing exercises. Oh like, my god! Yeah, you didn't even so know. Bad. My friends freak out about this when they fi- figure out places I've had anxiety, and they're like, "Really?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, I don't fucking like announce it to the world. Yeah. I usually just wander off and deal with it and come back, right?" Um, but yeah, I, I had a, like, I, I couldn't really kick it yesterday. 
And, you know, just today kinda, you didn't, you bear, he went out to get food and like barely ate. Any yeah. Of it. Like today I woke up, I had my first, I have a little tinge, like a little tinge when I woke up, but luckily my Monday client load is like, mwah, like my Monday clients fucking almost do as much for me oh, as awesome. I do for them. They're really great people. So for the most part, I'm like, all right, got through my first few clients, still a little tinge. And I go, maybe I should eat first. Cause I knew we had to record here. My day's kind of stretched. And I said, well, maybe I'll, I'll get an early lunch. Only, yeah, ate a you little You know something's wrong when yeah. Pat leaves a burrito on the table. That's my said, tell. Oh, my Listen, God. Listen, when, when, when Pat stops eating, it's bad. that's my tell. I, I talk to my clients about this. Like, we all have little indicators of our, our uh, mental illness sneaking up. What is it? And I'm like, for me, it's when I start not eating. And I noticed it yesterday when I went and got McDonald's for us before the movie. I had, like, forced myself to eat the cheeseburgers. You didn't eat much popcorn either at the movie. Yeah, I'm telling you, I man. felt I was just fucking shoveling. And I'd eating. be a terrible <laughs> poker player right they'd all fucking know it's like what's wrong with me poker no, i mean i'll feel better with it. it'll be all right i'll fucking deal i mean you know it's what i do i just but try to remember like we are just like i don't want to project onto yeah. him no the world is just such a different place than it was when we were kids and their generation is so different like things that bother us don't bother them and things that bother them don't bother us you know hearkening but, back to the conversation but, about my dad having some like old school racism issues yeah. like that kind of st- like that doesn't exist in me so like that that's how different the generations yeah. are You're, are you doing yeah. okay are you gonna are, am i eating dinner alone tonight no i will be there to watch you eat dinner <laughs> the pat and aj podcast network is available on all your favorite audio platforms Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.